0: Coming in, I knew I was teaching five different classes, um, mm-hmm. but I did not know I was starting within my first week when I was still, like, learning names and learning mm-hmm. about the school. I'd never mm-hmm. been at this school before sure, um, and stuff. So that was a little bit, I think that was maybe where it, I kind of surprised myself mm-hmm. and the fact that I was able to just kind of, like, jump in mm-hmm. to the oh, deep end and right. not be, like, like I definitely was overwhelmed, but it, I didn't feel like I was drowning, yeah. right? Yeah. So, like, I yeah. felt like I was you maybe rose. treading water yeah, and, I know. and, and awesome. then maybe by the end I was swimming.
1: Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of reflection and collaboration as we seek to keep growing as teachers. This podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the
2: 91st episode of the Hallway Conversations podcast. My name is Matt Beamers. I'm Abby DeGroat, And I'm Dave Mulder. Friends, we are always looking for topics of conversation and feedback, so please email us or send us a recording of your question to hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. We are looking for relevant and timely ideas, so please let us know if you have a show topic ruminating around in your head.
1: So I have a story to tell at the beginning Uh of this, because we're at the end of an academic year, and I was reflecting um, once upon a time in the late 1990s, there was a novice teacher who had just completed student teaching as a student at Dort University, well, it was Dort College back then, and was very excited about preparing uh, for this first year full-time teaching. He was elated to be finishing student teaching, and he got a B, and it was (laughs) well-deserved. And also excited for what was to come and a little mixed up with that feeling of being finished with one thing and had a really great, excellent college experience and the enthusiasm of beginning the next chapter at the same time. And this novice teacher, of course, was me. (laughs) Uh, I knew I was well prepared to begin my teaching career, but I was also really apprehensive of all the things I didn't know yet. And that yet is a scary thing, right? And I've had many conversations with novice teachers over the years that confirm this is not uncommon among folks entering our profession. And now that I'm teaching future teachers, I wanna help smooth that transition from student to student teacher to professional teacher as much as I can. But it's been a long time since I was in that place. And so we thought, the three of us, Mm -hmm. thought it would be good for us and for you, dear listeners, to hear from folks who are right in that spot, that transition point from finishing the preparation and beginning the what's next stage of joining the profession. So today we have two of our almost graduates we are recording this the day before graduation. Uh, with us today are uh, two of our amazing students who are soon to be joining us as professional colleagues, Shanoa DeWard and Josh Scouton. Thank you guys for being here with us today.
3: Welcome. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Thanks so for having us This feels like a really big
1: deal. <laughs> I, I think yeah, it, this yeah. is the first time yeah. we've had students on the show. It so is. you guys, well, this is your. Well, 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 yeah.
2: And I just want to say, like... Josh and Snow are going to graduate tomorrow, so this is their life. <laughs> know, la- and, and they're here. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's what I mean. Like, you guys it feels very yeah. honoring that you're yep, taking absolutely. time
1: out of your last couple of days here. So, thank you. So mostly we just want to hear some of your stories. And we, we hope you guys are willing to share it. This is, this is good reminders for people who have been in the profession for a long time. What's it feel like at the beginning?
3: Yeah. And maybe you could start with just introducing yourselves and like what your areas of expertise are, kind of where you're from maybe, where you're headed after yeah, this, um, what you're endorsed in, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can go first. Um, I'm Chanel, as they said. um, I am a secondary education major um, with an emphasis in chemistry and biology um, with middle school math and science. Um, I'm, I did student teaching in both those areas, but I'm actually going to teach high school chemistry and biology next year mm-hmm. yeah. um, in Mount Vernon, Washington. So I'm really excited. Yay. That's where I'm from. Um, so I'm excited awesome. to go home. Yeah.
4: So. Yeah, and I'm Josh Scouton. Uh, I'll be graduating with an elementary education degree. Uh, and a coaching endorsement. Uh, my student teaching placement was in a third grade classroom, which was really unique because next year uh, I will move up a grade with those students and be teaching fourth grade nice. um, at Sheboygan Christian, cool. uh, about an hour and ten minutes from where I grew up in Wapan. So, very much excited to to begin that journey as well. Mm-hmm. So awesome. great, you guys.
3: It is. As you think about okay, so you're sitting here really if you have all of your, like, portfolio stuff in, like, you're done,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) I I just read it, Josh. Okay,
0: perfect. It's
2: like 1.15. Yes. So
3: So you have finished all of the requirements, right, to become a teacher in the state of Iowa. Can I ask you what most excites you about the profession and the job? Having completed all of that, ready to go, you feel like it is – Dave said, you're ready to begin, Yeah. right? We always say that to mm-hmm. students, you're ready to start yeah. teaching. What are you most excited about? What are you most looking forward to?
4: Yeah, I think for me, um, the thing that excites me most is who I'm going to meet um, and the yeah. places that I get to watch them go. Yeah, Because um, I think teaching elementary school is really unique in a sense that you get them at such a young age. Um, mm-hmm. So being able to be that You know, model in their life, being able to be that person that they can come to, and then watching them go out, um, whether that's you know joining the dance club in high school, or playing sports, or singing, or um, and then beyond that, going to college and uh, or maybe joining the workforce right away too, just Mm -hmm. being able to you know, create that relationship with them and then watch them grow. Um, That just excites me so much. I'm excited to see.
3: As someone with grade school age kids, I can tell you that that is a very special bond. Mm -hmm. That, like, whenever Mm -hmm. my kids see their teachers out in the world Mm -hmm. or whatever, if they show up to stuff, that's such a cool relationship. So I'm really excited to hear you express that, too. Yeah, what about you, Shana?
0: Yeah, and I think for me, like, on the older end of that, Mm because I'm going to teach high school, I'm just super excited, like... I love chemistry and biology like that is like my favorite thing and so I'm super excited to be able to share like my love of science and like try to have kids enjoy it because a lot of like my high school experience was not enjoyable in science and so I want to try to make that fun for them um, and kind of share my love for it and like my joy of Mm -hmm. science and just the creation around us Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one of the things I'm super excited for and then also just getting to like be a part of their story and their high school career and just kind of working towards helping them find what they enjoy science or not like Mm -hmm. there are things Mm -hmm. that like they're going to do and so i'm excited Mm -hmm. to just kind of walk alongside them and help them find kind of what they did because i had a lot of teachers that did that for me Mm -hmm.
2: so Mm -hmm. one of one of the things i think about or that i love about teaching is we're always growing and we're always learning like we learn new things all the time i'm curious if you can reflect even back to the beginning of your student teaching to the end like i know it's not like it's, it's only a few months it's a short period but can you just sort of reflect like think about what you were thinking about or what you thought it would be going in or just even about yourself? And now that you're sitting here and you've gone through it, either like, how have you changed or what do you understand better? or I don't know. Can you just talk about some of your own growth in the last four or five months?
4: Yeah, I think um, one thing that really stands out to me is before I even started student teaching... Um, I don't know why, but there was this idea in my head that, oh, it was going to be a breeze. Um, yeah. <laughs> <just> that, <yeah. laughs> Something that was yeah. super simple. I went into the classroom, you know, I'd play cool with the kids and yeah. deliver a lesson here yeah. and there, and then I'd be mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah. Um, and then right before I started my student teaching, actually over at Spuygen, I had a teacher tell me that, um, you know, Josh, if, if you're not overwhelmed the first time you start full teaching... You might not be doing it right "Hmm." interesting to think about that because i'm definitely not overwhelmed right now um then, as we kind of got into the rhythm of full planning and you know all the classroom Mm. management um that definitely became a huge learning curve for me um beginning to understand that yeah this is going to be a lot of work um Not saying that I wasn't told that before, maybe I just didn't listen to it then, (laughs) Uh, but now actually applying that past knowledge and, you know, that concept of, you know, it's going to be work, but... It'll be good work. Mm-hmm. Can, um, can I just, I just sort of go ahead, Abby. Okay.
3: I was going to say, too, like for us as professors, we recreate little pieces of that for you with lesson plans mm-hmm. and units. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole other thing when it's totally all day, definite. every yeah. day that you're right. creating that. And we just can't replicate that, right, mm-hmm. at, at the no. course level. Yeah. So yeah. it's a whole new situation when you get in the field and have to do it
4: all the time yeah yeah Yeah. joshua
2: i can just follow up on that so first of all i really appreciate your vulnerability around that i I think we've all had moments of that right it's like the (laughs) difference between a practice and a game right you just can't right you try to replicate (laughs) it but until you're actually playing so to speak um so i just i just want to say thanks for that are there things that as you did it though did become a bit easier like even maybe some of the like maybe not the mm-hmm. lesson planning but even just hey whether it's relationship or things in the class that you got kind of a bit of a rhythm that you're like oh this is like when you learn to drive and all of a sudden you stop thinking about it, and it just happens automatically
4: yeah um definitely relationships as one um mm-hmm. it was really cool to see just the way that um, first shout out to Dord, the way that they put you out into the community um the way like through kid zone and, and different things like that I was able to watch some of these students go from um first grade all the way to third grade and then mm-hmm. they were in my third grade class so sure. to have that relational piece uh just was so easy um and then just a huge shout out to the co-op, my cooperating teacher mm-hmm. Shelly Vandenberg she just really showed me the ropes and, and because of that I feel like I Hmm. That became something yep. that just happened for me. Yeah. Um, lesson planning and management, and um, even the yucky things in the classroom, like um, yelling at kids—not yeah. yelling at kids, <laughs> yeah. but like right. yeah, disciplining this, yeah. 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 Um, totally. yeah, everything like that. It was just—it just became a natural thing. Yeah. And I yeah. think that cool. came from time at DORP, but then also time in the classroom too. What
2: sure. so you should know, like looking back at at yourself or the team like what did you learn about yourself or about kids or you know about teaching over the last four or five months
0: yeah um my first placement i learned a lot about myself um i i had it was a great placement um but i taught five different classes
2: oh my goodness yes. um
0: and so that was like and i started teaching my first week so in doing that like i was wow. kind of thrown into the deep end a little bit so i learned a lot about um, how I handle stress and just sure. how I kind of am able to plan from nothing, mm-hmm. um, or just from a test. That was what I was given was a test, um, to plan from. And so that was, I learned a lot about that process of just like, okay, wait, like I am, like, I do have the competent content yeah. knowledge. Cause that was right. coming into student teaching, um, after being in biology and chemistry classes for three and a half years, it does feel slightly overwhelming because mm-hmm. of the level of content you start to learn, um. Like by your third, three and a half years, right. like organic oh, chemistry, yes. like that's just overwhelming. And so, like, learnt, th- I lo- learned a lot about myself and the fact that, like, oh, wait, we're only teaching stuff I learned in my first or second year right. of college. Right. Um, and so, that was kind of like a relief to me, too. Just like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, I am, mm-hmm. I still like am meant to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I learned a lot about, yeah, my stress tolerance, which is actually quite high. Um, and just, I would agree. Agree the- yeah, awesome. as your,
3: as your like supervisor, <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And just
0: how, like, When you, like, learn more about the kids, it becomes so much easier. Like, differentiation, like, when you know these kids, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to do what's best for this. Or, like, I had a lot of ELL students, and so, like, okay, how can I meet their needs best, whether my cooperating teacher was meeting it or not? Like, how can I, as Mm -hmm. their student teacher, Mm -hmm. work to make sure they learn Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to teach them? Um, And that was in both of my placements. The second placement, it was a lot more evident of how to do that. Um, It was middle school, and I had 105 students, so it was a lot like, easier to wow. kind of see, like, the differences within just 7th graders.
2: Sure. Um, yeah. Whereas, like,
0: high school yeah. level, I was teaching freshmen through juniors. So, like, that was a little bit different, was kind of like, yeah. hey, I have so many students, mm-hmm. and then how do I, like, meet their needs? But my second placement, I learned a lot from my cooperating teacher about differentiation mm-hmm. and just how, like, whether meeting an IEP need or an ELL student's needs or um, dyslexic students, mm-hmm. just kind of all of those things. And so, through that, I learned, yeah, that I... I love what I'm doing, but stress, like, same thing he said. Like, it's sometimes overwhelming, mm-hmm. but as you guys were also saying, too, like, it get, got less overwhelming and kind of more natural, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was yeah. fun. Yeah. To see. Good.
2: She, you know, it's, like, you you sounded surprised almost at your ability about the stress. No, <laughs> but, I mean, in a good way. Yeah. Like, did that did that surprise you almost? Like, or?
0: Um, I've never been, like, an overly stressed person, I guess. Uh, like, I, I handle lots of things pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. And change, I... Ch- do change well I like change yeah. so I guess it did surprise me just the fact that like I kn- coming in I knew I was teaching five different classes um mm-hmm. but I did not know I was starting within my first mm-hmm. week when I was still like learning names and learning about the school I'd never mm-hmm. been at the school before sure um and stuff so that was a little bit I think that was maybe where it, I kind of surprised myself yeah. and the fact that I was able to just kind of like jump yeah. in to the oh, deep end and right. not be like like I definitely was overwhelmed but it, I didn't feel like I was drowning Right, so like I felt like I was maybe treading water, and then maybe by the end I was swimming. Um, But like I felt like I didn't expect myself to do that in my first week. I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. Uh, But let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Here here we go. (laughs) Yeah, and so just having a positive attitude also helps. But.
1: Well, I know you guys well enough. Like I know you're both going to be phenomenal yeah. teachers as you step you. into this. But like, a lot of the people listening to the show are experienced veteran teachers in schools, and they've maybe hired new teachers like yourselves coming out uh, straight out of a university <laughs> education program. So as you think about what you learned through your student teaching experience working with cooperating teachers— what advice would you give to an experienced colleague uh, how how can they come alongside you what what do what do novice teachers need from their experienced colleagues
0: Yeah I think in my student teaching experience like I could have used a little bit more support in my first placement Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that could come in many different forms. I think it kind of depends, like, who your student teacher is, yeah. um, right, their personality, their needs, because um, all of them are slightly different. I'm sure Josh and I would not have needed the same thing from a cooperative teacher. <laughs> sure. that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, just walking alongside them and just making sure that, like, they're okay. And, like, I don't yeah. know, I guess listening to, like, them teach. I didn't get listened to very much in my first placement. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, the feedback, for me at least, the feedback matters. Like, the feedback, like, I want to grow. I want to know, like, how can I improve? So, like, I'm meeting my students' needs the best. And I don't, like, coming in, I don't know all the students' needs. I mean, I've had over 100 students, both placements. So, like, I don't just automatically know, like, oh, this student needs this. I mean, by the end, I did. But I yeah. think just, like, the informing of just the information and just kind of, like, the walking alongside. And, like, at my second placement, like, we had daily conversations about, like, oh, this is what I'm doing tomorrow. Or, like, hey, what do you think about this? Sure. Or just, like, hey, I don't know. Like, I'm not really sure about this assignment that I'm going to give. Like, what do you think? And that feedback for me was so valuable mm. because it taught me a lot about, okay, maybe I need to think like this way, or maybe like she's seeing something I'm not seeing. So mm-hmm. like, where did I miss yeah. that? Yeah. Or like, wow. how can we work together with this? Cause it is a partnership. Yeah. Student it's teaching is advice. definitely a partnership. And I think even in first year, like having somebody, mm. a mentor, a oh, teacher yeah. that you can walk with I'm is something sure. like, that's what I looked for in Especially the like, a, like a grade level or a mm-hmm. content area. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was one of my big things at the school. Mm-hmm. I like looked at. I was like, "Am I going to have the support to like have help?" Mm-hmm. Right. So, which I right. do. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's cool.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, pretty much piggyback <laughs> yeah. off of that. I think <laughs> support is the first thing um, that's necessary. Like, just making sure that you're there to answer any question that your student teacher might have, um, whether it is about classroom management or lesson planning, or even if it's just about um, hey, how do I run the copy machine? Or how do <laughs> I, you know, relate <laughs> totally. to other yeah. other staff members or other faculty? Like, how how does that work? And how does that work best? Um, I think just being able to be there for them in full support, um, yeah, is one hundred percent probably the most important thing. Um, but then again, yeah, critical feedback, um, mm. not you know always cold. Feedback either right. We don't just want the negatives. We mix. want right. Yeah. yeah, a good a good <clears throat> mix. We want encouragement, but we also want to yeah, like Shino said, learn because yeah. um, that's what we as student teachers are there for. And then also first years. Um, there's mm-hmm. as a teacher you're pretty much never done learning. I mean things are always changing, but especially in that first you know season. Um, that's right. It's very important that yeah we just keep learning and that we have people to show us the ways um, you guys have have been through it for so long and you're obviously still there for a reason so um yeah, yeah, yeah to sure. share knowledge yeah. is, is huge
2: it, we have um sometimes we have like school principals school leaders our board <laughs> members listen to our podcast and so you can either uh, you can answer this question either personally or more like in a in a broader sense but one of the things i wonder about with young people is like when you were when you're looking for a school what are the things that you put high value on that you're like, mm, hey, mm, like, yeah. are there two or three things that, you know, like, yeah, and if, it, and if, it, if it's salary, it's allowed to be salary. No, but it, it is like, yeah. that's why, because I think we have a lot of like, I know for myself, even when I was a principal and, and interviewing teachers, I often thought about, oh, they value what I value, but it's like, well, they're 25 years younger than me. <laughs> Things have probably changed, so what <laughs> advice? What oh. advice, I know. <laughs> but it's easy in school leadership to not realize, to you be mean, honest, to not sure. realize that mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And so I'm wondering either like, yeah, what do, you, what do young teachers value today, or even what advice would you have for, for
4: school leaders? Yeah. Wow. That's a heavy question. I can speak personally, um, because I feel like I can't speak broadly. I only looked at one school. Okay. um, And had an interview with one school, and then was hired by Sheboygan. So it was. I mean, it was awesome the way that the Lord had that planned out for me. Mm. Um, But then, yeah, looking at that and what I really valued in that, I think the first thing was um, the administrator. Um, when she came out to visit, was just super passionate about the school's mission, um, about integrating faith into their students' lives and also, you know, helping them live that out, um, teaching them how. Uh, and she was just so faith-driven. The school, when I went to go visit, was so faith-driven. And um, I, as a Christian educator, that's that's kind of what really pulled at my heartstrings. Um, but outside of that, it's just... Um, teacher connection to students mm. was huge. Just mm. being able to shadow there for a day and seeing how teachers interacted with students and how, um, wholesome it was, how genuine it was. It wasn't just, oh, you're a number in my classroom and I'm going to just, you know, help you for the problem that you have right now. But I, like, I genuinely care about you and I, and I want to see you succeed. So right. seeing that was something that was just huge for me, um, and then just seeing such a warm, welcoming mm. um, faculty as well was just mm. huge. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm wait for you, Chanel. Yeah,
0: to add on to that, I mean, definitely, like, the people that I met at the school I visited, like, the school I'm working at next year was just, like, undeniable that they cared like they were passionate mm-hmm. about their jobs and they yeah. loved the students mm-hmm. um and just like how they like interacted with me when I went and visited like it was just one of those moments where like these people really do want to be here like they mm-hmm. they want to be here and want to teach these kids um and then yeah like the school administration like I mean and during my interview like I was super nervous with my first interview and mm-hmm. I look back on it and I like actually it just had fun Like, it was honestly like a fun time. Um, And so, like, the people that I talked with, whether it was parents or the school administration that was part of it, um, there was a group of like eight people, and that was just it was fun to like talk to them and. I asked them questions, they asked me questions. And it was just like that environment of just like those people kind of yeah. were like something I was like, well, this is like kind of cool. Yeah. Um,
4: great. And so
0: that was really cool for me. And then looking back at like the other schools I looked into, like, I didn't necessarily feel all that way. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. and so, and then the support wise um, of the administration, not only the administration, but then the teachers that I met, um, was just something that was very, very high on my yeah. list. Um, just knowing that like, the school, like the school system that I'm going back into, is not overly strong right now. <laughs> um, They're kind of going through some stuff, and so knowing that, like, the support of an administration um, mm-hmm. is something that I really valued because yeah. there was so much going on. Sure, um, and so having that was really nice. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, some of the other schools I looked at did not feel that way.
2: Mm-hmm. So so leadership and leader uh, the leader's vision matters. Mm. Support from teachers and and leaders that that all that all matters and, and yeah. it sounds like you're both gonna receive that like that was yeah. that was influential in yeah. deciding where, where, yeah. where to go. So it's great for yeah. sure. no. yeah. Hey, I have one other question. Sorry, <laughs> but Dave used the word yet, not yet, or yeah. yet in his opening, and and I was thinking about uh, the phrase culture of try. And thinking about you in your own classroom, because when you have your own classroom, it's, your, it's yours, like you're not visiting or a guest <laughs> teacher. What are you looking forward to trying or doing or what are you excited about about having your very own classroom for the very first time?
0: Yeah, I think for me, I'm like excited just because like, obviously, we've only ever been in classrooms with other teachers. And so like, when you student teach, like for me, I wasn't going to go in and like change a bunch of things like for a seventh grade student, that is not going to be easy for them. Right. And so like, I liked the class structure that I was in. Actually, I really loved it. Um, but I'm excited to just kind of build my classroom norms and kind of just mm-hmm. have it like build a culture of just learning and fun and enjoyment in, like a safe way. Obviously, with science, you got to be a little, yeah. little safe. <laughs> <laughs> really, but
3: cool. just bugs cool. and burners, oh, right? Oh,
0: right. Teach <laughs> some safety and stuff. But yeah, so I'm excited to just build like classroom norms that kind of represent who I am as a teacher. Um, But then also who like shows them like, okay, these are things that like we value, like as a school, these are things that we value as Christians, um, and just kind of build that into it. um, Because that is something I'm looking forward to. And then just teaching i don't know yeah. i'm excited to just <laughs> yeah. teach like that's the best and answer things. you can get right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. i'm excited to try kind of new things and yeah. like you said we're always learning so maybe it's a one and done deal <laughs> um, or maybe it's something that i end up teaching for like 10 years yeah. um, right. but right. i'm excited to just try new things yeah. how about okay. you josh
4: yeah um i love the idea of trying new things it's kind of like a clean slate you know Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many different directions that you can go in and obviously some directions you're going to make some mistakes so being able to learn from those things is going to be awesome um but yeah uh just to to begin teaching um first off it's just going to be amazing but then yeah same thing classroom structure what is reading time going to look like? What's math time going to look like? Mm. What writing, like what kind of writing are we going to do? Sure. You know, maybe one year try, um, you know, personal narratives. But then if that doesn't go so well, try something else. And um, just being able to have the freedom to kind of do the things that you feel comfortable with yeah. um, and, and learn from that, too, is going to be super nice. So, yeah, yeah. just really excited to get out there.
3: Cool. Cool. So I'm just curious a little bit, as one of your former professors, is there a piece of learning from your coursework, right? Because I feel like education is very much field work. It's an Mm -hmm. art, right? Some Mm -hmm. of it you can't learn unless you're doing it. But is there something you came across in content courses or in education courses that you feel like served you really well in -hmm. your student teaching and in or is there something that you feel like you just had to learn on the ground? Either way, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just wondering about that.
4: Yeah, I think, um, for me, and I promise this is not for brownie points, at all. <laughs> um, but when it came to educational philosophy, mm-hmm. um, just even, was, which
3: Matt teaches, yeah, <laughs>
4: part, what did you just say? <laughs> <mind>? <laughs> no, um, yeah, which was like a year ago, yeah. um, But just, it was perfect to have that right before student teaching because it really pushed the idea of, of the why like why mm-hmm. are you doing this like what is your mission in your classroom and yeah. and what is your desire what is your deep hope mm-hmm. um so to just really have all those ideas pushed into me um through that classwork whether it was me writing a paper that I probably turned in late
1: <laughs> over, um,
4: no comment
2: <laughs> you know something
4: like that or just classroom discussions and and talking with other peers about you know mm-hmm. their deep hopes and And just challenging myself um, when it came to that, uh, I think, really helped me and benefited me um, in the classroom. Um, You know, it made me, through the trials, be like, okay, yeah, Josh, why are you here? Mm -hmm. This is why you're here. This is Mm -hmm. your desire. This is Mm -hmm. your mission. Um, So I think if I were to pull one, that would probably be it.
3: So even beyond all the practical how, it's the why that sticks with you. That's really important. Yeah. How about you,
0: Yeah, I think I'm trying to think. I had a, there's a few things. I think for me, um, in general, like it's kind of a both and. Like some of it, I had to learn in the field, but I think for me, um, learning about the adolescent brain um, mm-hmm. and oh, Ed 135 yeah. was extremely important, especially during my middle school placement. It was valuable in my high school placement, right? But middle cool. school was one of those areas that I like. The first time I was in a middle school was the day. Like since I was in middle school was. The first day of my student teaching for high school right um and so that was just kind of like going from like teaching juniors to teaching seventh grade I was like all right like let's see how this goes Yeah. yeah and so I think for me like the school I was at had a lot of diverse learners um a lot of diverse personalities um lots of different IEPs Um, and so that class was super valuable for me and just like okay they're like they are still not fully developed like they're Mm -hmm. doing these things because of whatever reason it was Um, and that class kind of played into that and then alongside that there are things you have to learn like Mm -hmm. with that like you might have the information but like okay what do you do about it like Mm -hmm. how do we Mm -hmm. how do you do classroom management like "Mm, we're not going to do that today like
3: that's not it, okay. It, it has, to, to, it has like, to translate into action. Yeah, and somehow. so I think like
0: the class was valuable because it gave me the background I needed right. and then student teaching was valuable because I was able to play that into action and be like right. okay, like here's what we're going to do, like here's what we don't do here's what we do. Like yeah. and explain yeah. to them why, because they don't always get the reasoning, right? Like totally. middle school's not exactly an age where they're like, oh that just makes sense. for <laughs> um, <laughs> their so rational thinking ability. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. exactly. laughs> um, and so with that too, like the ability to like learn how to differentiate. Like we had classes that taught differentiation, yeah. Um but at the middle school level, like I learned more of that at the high school level, sure. which is a lot different when you teach high school chemistry. Most of the mm-hmm. time that's a class that they are not required to take, so they're mm-hmm choosing to be in that class so most of the time with differentiation there like there's not much because they chose to be that class and most likely Mm -hmm. they're a higher level Mm
3: -hmm.
0: or higher Mm -hmm. achieving student now that's not always the case i did differentiate in my high school placement but like middle school wise like for my students i made four different tests and they're like it still hit the standards they still all showed me their knowledge um but that meant learning was different for each of them and whether that was from an iep or ell um that was something with their brain too, right? Like yeah. we're still developing, we're still getting there. Um, mm. And so me, me understanding how to pull the knowledge from their right. learning style and not just mine was something right. really valuable.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. So,
2: well. yeah. Friends, we know that your time is valuable, <laughs> and we want to thank you for joining us today for another Hallway Conversation whether it is this day, this week, this month, or this school year, we hope that the Lord gives you what you stand in need of to end well. And while we usually end with a blessing, today's blessing we want to say over Josh and Chino and all our graduating seniors. So to the graduating seniors of Dort, may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God
1: hold you in the palm of his hand. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good day. Amen. Amen. This podcast was literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is created and produced by Matt Beemers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Hey, we have a favor to ask of you. Would you be willing to rate this podcast or write a review in your podcast app? Or if you found this conversation interesting or helpful, would you consider sharing it on your social media? Those things really do help podcasters out, and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks for listening, friends.
3: Well prepared. Yeah, I'm well excited. Like, yeah.
2: That's what I thought actually. As a, as you were t- both talking, I was like, oh, like, like they're ready for that. Yeah, like you're not. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, so anyway, it's like, oh, like they're not university students anymore. Yeah, like it's yeah, done. Yeah, like yeah, it's. Yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. And I mean that as a compliment. Like it's, it's time to go. Like yeah, you guys yeah. are ready. Like it's. Yeah.
0: I, like I feel prepared I just like there's obviously it's gonna be hard but yeah. like yeah. I'm I'm at the point where I've been here and I'm like okay yeah. I think like I've learned what I need to know mm-hmm. yeah. and like coming into student teaching I would say I was more nervous because I was just like I, I still got a lot of long way to yeah. go yeah. Um, but like coming out of student teaching I'm like alright okay That's yeah. cool. I feel yeah. confident and I feel like I got thrown a lot of the things I'm gonna get thrown my first year yeah. yeah. um, because yeah there was there was a lot going on knowing my student teaching like and, like, I loved it.